You're listening to Make It Thrive, the company culture podcast. I'm your host, Lizzie Benton, culture consultant and founder of Liberty Mind, and I want to inspire people to create unique company cultures where our human potential can thrive. In this podcast, I talk to organizations and employees about the impact of company culture. Together, we can make it thrive. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Make It Thrive podcast. First of all, I'd just like to thank everyone for listening to the previous seasons. And if you haven't listened to them, season one, two, and three, go back and give them a listen because we've covered all sorts of topics over the past year from creating diverse workplaces, toxic company cultures, flexible working, culture changes, employee career pathing. We have really covered some juicy topics. So if you haven't given season one, two or three a listen yet, then I would highly recommend you go back and give them a try, especially right now, you know, because what else are you doing? (laughs) So This season, season four, is going to be a little bit different. So there aren't going to be any interviews. Instead, you're just going to have to put up with me sharing my knowledge, experience and opinion on the area of company culture. So a few of you have already sent in some questions around company culture, which I'm going to cover over this season. But if you do have a question, then please send it in. You can either drop me a message on Twitter or feel free to email me lizzie with an ie at libertymind.co.uk. So right now I'm recording this episode during the coronavirus pandemic. Yes, I'm sat in my little home office, which I have been for the past few weeks, um, just watching the world go by really. Um, You know, the world is in lockdown. Businesses have had to eject their teams from their offices and initiate emergency remote working. So it's safe to say that the world feels a little bit chaotic, overwhelming, and many of us are facing the fact that we're going to have to massively diversify our businesses in order to survive this. Um, And, you know, I'm already starting to see, you know, businesses behaving badly. I'm sure some of you have already had some experiences yourself, Um, you know, taking this up as an opportunity to kind of abuse the situation and even abuse their own customers. Um, and it's, it's really sad to see, you know, I've had a lot of conversations with people recently about things that they've planned or purchased and how the businesses are treating them, which, you know, I understand it's very scary for every business wondering if they're ever going to get their custom back or when this thing is going to be over. But by by acting this way, by, you know, being really quite um, disrespectful to their customers and their teams, it's just not going to help in the long term. So I don't really understand why these businesses are acting in such a way. But as with any crisis, we're seeing the good go to the great and the poor go to the diabolical. (laughs) So I think we've all probably got an example of a business or a company right now that's either doing absolutely incredible things for their people and their customers, or really not doing themselves any favours. The thing is, extremes always happen in times of a crisis because we all see change in such a different way. We all react to change in such a different way. So, you know, 
I, for example, um, actually really thrive in change, funnily enough. <laughs> Thank goodness, because I am a company culture consultant and that involves a lot of change. But other people, as I've also experienced, really struggle with change. It, it triggers so many fears inside of us. And instead, we're very, very resistant to change. And right now, our fears are being heightened there's a collective sense of fear and survival, which means the logical part of our brain isn't always in control, hence why we've been stockpiling toilet roll for no good reason. Um, So, you know, we really have to take into consideration that we are going to see extremes of people and businesses right now. It's just because of the situation. It really does bring out the best and the worst in people. For me personally, um, you know, I've seen this firsthand. People have switched their minds from working on their culture to going into a state of crisis management and fear and worry and this idea of lack. You know, even though I really believe that company culture should be just as much a part of a business continuity plan as the finances. Um, You know, does it surprise me that it's not on the agenda right now? Um, Not at all. Company culture has often been at the bottom of the agenda for many businesses. Um, It's not seen as an integral part of the bottom line. So often businesses will get short-sighted in just chasing the big financial win, even though culture can drive the business towards these big goals. Um, You know, the statistics are so clear on the businesses who focus on culture really do have a greater financial revenue when it comes to you know their their financial successes so it's difficult to make people in into that mindset of actually working on our culture is going to support us in the long run um because you know we don't we can't see that far ahead and without the cold hard statistics some businesses just don't want to put their investment in their culture so you may say i'm biased But now more than ever, we really need to be pushing company culture up the agenda, especially in times of a crisis. And I want to share with you a few reasons why. So people really need to be led during a crisis. You know, people remember what happens in a crisis. I'm sure many of you can look back on even a personal time in your life and think about how people reacted or how people responded in that situation. For example, it might be that you lost somebody and maybe you had some friends who were really there for you and really supported you and then you maybe had other friends who didn't really know how to handle you or the situation. And that is exactly the same with businesses. When things like this happen, there are those who respond very, very well to a crisis and those who react in a really negative way. So how you react and how your business reacts will create a ripple effect long after this crisis is over. So if you make people feel less valued, less connected, they're just going to leave. It's that simple. Instead, you need to be supporting your team, making people feel connected and showing that there is strength in coming together. You really need to step up and lead your company culture because that is what's going to keep morale high. That's what's going to keep the people who are still working productive. That's what's going to make the transition back from this crazy crisis 
into some kind of normality again. So really think about right now how you're leading your culture and are you even leading your culture right now? The other small area that I really think that company culture impacts is the thought. So, you know, the old saying, it's the thought that counts. Well, it really does when it comes to company culture, because we all remember those small, thoughtful gestures. And in a time of crisis, especially right now where we're, we're physically disconnected, so we're missing people, we've not got our usual social interactions, we're not seeing family or friends often, you know, even small gestures of kindness make such a big difference to how we feel and how we feel valued. So it really is the thought that counts. I really want to say to you right now, you know, what is it that you're doing that are making people know that they're being thought about? Because the company culture helps to do this. It helps to stimulate this feeling of value within people. So I want you to just consider what you're doing and whether you're really putting thought into the communication and the actions and the behavior that you're doing right now for your people. One big area that I've spoken to a lot of people recently about is people on furlough. So I've had a few conversations with businesses who are concerned about keeping people connected to the company culture while they're on furlough, because obviously they're, as well as being disconnected from their families or their loved ones, they're now going to be disconnected from their colleagues technically so there's that real um, issue of of how we're going to keep people feeling like they still belong to the business and you know it's a completely understandable problem people on furlough will be thinking about their future right now I'm sure there's going to be people who if they're not happy at work they're going to be thinking about maybe starting their own business or even you know venturing into a, a new career what they've always imagined because at times like this we all reflect on how our life is going we all reflect on what we're doing with our lives because what else have we got to do with all this time and all this space so there will be a lot of overthinking going on and if you haven't got that company culture that's keeping people connected you know on especially on a social level then don't be surprised if people are going to start having itchy feet when they transition back into the office. So right now, think about what you're doing with your company culture to keep people connected. Of course, the truth is we will come out of this. So, you know, what then? If you haven't been working on continuing to build a strong, solid company culture, when we come out of this, the transition back into work is going to feel very strange and there are going to be issues that arise, you know. We do need company culture more than ever right now. As a business, you need to be working with your team to come out of this stronger than ever before. And I really want to give you a small example because I hear a lot of businesses on LinkedIn, a lot of leaders on Twitter, all sort of commenting about how this is a really difficult time. And, you know, you hear um, all these words being banded around, you know, um, there's a lot of fear type of words, a lot of negative language going on. But the growth 
mindset of a, of a true leader will use this as an opportunity to accelerate their business, to strengthen their business. And I really want to give this incredible example of Favi, who are a brass parts manufacturer in France. So I discovered um, Favi through a fantastic book that I would highly recommend everybody reads called Reinventing Organisations. And since then, I've kind of looked into them a lot more and used them continuously as a case study because they're a fantastic example of what to do in a crisis. So back in 2008, when the financial recession hit, Favi were hit dramatically because they make car parts. So obviously nobody was buying cars and all of their clients such as Audi and Fiat and people like that had kind of, you know, massively reduced their orders. So at that time, the CEO, Jean-Francois Zobrist, could do one of two things. He could make some severe layoffs and dramatically cut his workforce or he could be really transparent about the situation. And that's exactly what he did. So he went into the factory, he stood up on a box and said, look, this is our situation. If I don't make some dramatic financial cuts over the next few months, this business isn't going to survive. And I'm going to have to, you know, make some redundancies. So he said, you know, I wouldn't, everyone as a team to come together and let me know of any ideas that you think we could do to to save people's jobs to save the business and everyone did come together they all decided to take a short-term pay cut um, and continually continuously review how the business was doing therefore ensuring that the business remained productive and still operating and ensuring that everybody could remain employed, which was obviously very important for everyone during a time such as the financial recession. So Jean-Francois really shows right during this crisis that stepping up, being honest, being transparent, trusting your team is integral to your company culture. You can use this opportunity to really strengthen the bond that you have with your team and with your your colleagues so you know during this time as a business you have the time and space to build trust with your team and reach a much deeper level of understanding of each other on a much more human level you know we all often wear a mask in the workplace because we've got titles and roles and hierarchy and so we don't really see who we are as individuals but you know right now doing these zoom calls and and being disconnected in this way we're seeing people's real lives their home lives their children at home who they have to care for their loved ones who they're worried about it's kind of taking off those masks and giving us an opportunity to get to know each other get to know each other's fears get to know each other's worries get to know how we all live at home and who we live with you know we can increase our empathy right now. We can get to know each other without the titles and the hierarchy and create future workplaces that really honour every individual for who they are and what they bring to the table. So for today's episode, I really want to leave you with a little quote um, that resonates with me right now and I hope it gives you some inspiration to dig a little deeper with your company culture and put it back on the agenda. So here it goes. 
More than machinery, we need humanity. More than cleverness, we need kindness and gentleness. Without these qualities, life will be violent and all will be lost. Charles Chaplin Thank you so much for listening to the Make It Thrive podcast. I truly hope you've enjoyed this week's episode. And like I said at the start, if there's a company culture question or problem you want me to tackle in this season, please just drop me a message on Twitter or email me lizzie at libertymind.co.uk. But I look forward to speaking to you next week. You've been listening to Make It Thrive, the company culture podcast with me, your host, Lizzie Benton. If you've enjoyed listening and want to keep up with all things culture, don't forget to subscribe. Thank you so much for listening and I look forward to welcoming you back next week.